Welcome to Bacchanal Abroad, a podcast by the Caribbean Millennial. Each week, we feature the travel stories of Caribbean Millennials across the diaspora. This podcast is for you if you love travel or you're curious about how to live a life of travel as someone from the Caribbean. Now here's your host, Ashford Oxford, with this week's episode. We are back with another episode of the Caribbean Millennials Bacchanal Abroad Podcast, your go-to for everything Ooh. travel as it relates to the Caribbean travel experience. It's me, your host, Ashford Oxford, and this week we're diving into budget travel tips and tricks featuring a Bacchanal Abroad regular, Casey, and new to our special guest list is Chantel. <laughs> Ladies, hey. yourself. <laughs> hey, good to be back. So nice to have hi you guys. Okay, well, Casey's not new. <laughs> I'm new. Yeah. So hi everyone. My name is Chantel. I'm originally from Jamaica, living here in Spain for about two years. So thanks for having me, Aniko. Yes, I'm so glad that you you decided to join us. So today's episode, we are talking about budget travel and everything that goes into that. So let's start from the beginning. How do you guys plan a cheap trip? What goes into that? Well, I think you you decide where you're going mm-hmm. and you have to start looking in advance. Because you know you have yeah, to yeah. times when when tickets are really expensive. Yeah. Um that's usually like summer, Christmas and Easter. Right. So you have to start yeah. looking early. And decide who you're going with. And not people who say they're going, going, but people who really going. And never actually go, okay, I'm guilty of that. All right. <laughs> I, I have a few people who I know that. <laughs> yeah, because you really want to know who you're going with. And if it's something like you're booking an Airbnb, you yeah. need to know the amount of people who are going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would definitely say start early and decide who you're going with from the get. Okay. I, li- I like that. For me, I I go to YouTube. YouTube, mm-hmm. YouTube, okay. because I follow like also travel bloggers or okay. travel influencers on social media, and so a lot of the times they'll post videos. And if you know one particular group, um, called Blogger Brothers, they've traveled everywhere, so they'll do videos of where they go. Mm-hmm. So it gives me inspiration as to where I would like to go or what area of the world I want to see. And then I kind of jump from there to see like where my heart's desire is at a particular moment. All right, yeah. I also think you have to consider the type of trip you want. Do you want it to be something like laid back or do you want it to be, I don't know, more a luxury trip? I know some people like that type of travel. Yeah. yeah. Definitely decide mm-hmm. what kind of vibe you're going for. Yeah, I never go for the luxury travel vibe. That That's not my <laughs> At all. <laughs> we're, we're working up to that we're working up to that i'll get there one day um so like for me when casey mentioned like airbnb i was just like okay i've never stayed in an airbnb guys have i never ever uh-uh airbnbs are actually not that expensive compared no, to other yeah i don't know i just yeah. always just stayed at like hostels but the, when I went to Porto with my mom last summer, we stayed at a, like, um, it wasn't a hostel, obviously, but it was maybe like one of those bed and breakfast kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It was really mm-hmm. cute. I like that. But um, that's like the only time I, I did not stay at a hostel. <laughs> I'm more nervous. It sounds crazy. I'm more nervous of staying at a hostel than an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. 
hostels for some reason. I always hear such bad stories about hostels. I feel like the Airbnb. I mean, like, things can go wrong with that too, but there is more of a, a you know a possibility. So I get back, I get my money, I get back. I have some kind of security blanket. So yeah. Like, yeah. And then come back and yeah. I think the way I see Airbnbs is, I think they are good for budget travel because I'm somebody I like to spend a few days in a place, mm-hmm. and as an Airbnb you can cook. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. in a hostel, you don't really have that luxury. It to depends on your hostel. It depends on your hostel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they, they only give you probably like breakfast. They're not gonna give you lunch and dinner. No, but or some people have kitchens. Oh, oh, you can. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that. Hostel. Yeah. So, for example, um, it's like one of the best hostels that I ever stayed at was in Sevilla. Well, Linda and I went. Um, mm-hmm. It was called Oasis. Oasis in Spanish. Mm-hmm. But Oasis hostels and they have like a chain of mm. them in Andalusia. And the best one was in Sevilla. Uh and the kitchen was big. They had like three refrigerators and three stoves, and it was just like you could cook and they had plates and cups and spoons and pans and the whole works. You was cooking wow. up. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, it depends on where you see. Some of them just be like budget, budget. Yeah. <laughs> That reminds me of a hostel we stayed at in Colombia. That was, I think, that was the very first hostel I stayed at, mm-hmm. and it set the standard for hostels. Because I was like, "Oh, this is what hostels are like. Hostels aren't that bad." Yeah. This hostel was a hub, and it had a kitchen like the one you described, and like a living room. And then after that, I came to Europe, and it just went downhill. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> yeah, I feel like hostels in Colombia are like mini hotels here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay, I need to go to these hostels that you guys are talking about. Yeah, I, I have a box. <laughs> I'm just like, this, this is not it. I can't do that. So thank you. Thank yeah. you. And what websites do you guys use to like find accommodation? So there's Airbnb. Um, Booking.com. Yeah. Because you can find mm-hmm. hostels and, um, yeah, hostels on Booking.com. And they have a point system as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. I never use the point system. Yeah, you refer people, you can get discounts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the 15 year old thing. For like those websites where they, they have you, you can review, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you trust people's reviews on there? Is it true to heart? Yes. Do you like, I trust okay. them. In my experience, <laughs> true to heart. Like, if they say bad, I run to the hills because it's awful. Like, yeah. oh dear. And when it's good, it's really good. So, like, that's why, mm-hmm. like, in my experience, like, when I've stayed at places and it was like good, it was bad or indifferent, like, I would take the time to leave the review because it's also mm-hmm. very important for me to read that review to make my decision. I guess, I guess, my experience is that I've never stayed at an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's good and bad at the same time because anywhere I've went, I've always had a friend. So, yeah. I stayed mm-hmm. with friends. That's great. I cut down like a lot of budget for me. I, that was my budget. Yeah. Travel where I could either go very quickly, um, spend maybe like a day and then come back. You know, I didn't have to pay for food beyond maybe like five, six hours. Friends. So, I mean, what is that? Friends.com. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See when people say when people look at me and they're like, Oh, if you ever come to XYZ place, you can stay by me. I was like, you, I always make sure to ask them. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing what you're saying right now. Like I always try to <laughs> I will. Yeah. You know, I am going to hit you up. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. 
Speaking of that, Couchsurfing is one of those other websites. I've never used it, but I know some people use it. I I know people personally who use it. I think you have to be a more adventurous type of traveler. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm not that adventurous. <laughs> nope. But I have people who have done it and they've made like, friends for life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it just depends on what you're into. Yeah, I'm not into that. <laughs> <laughs> So what has been what has been one of the cheapest trips that you guys have taken so far? You mean overall plane ticket, yeah, like accommodation, everything, everything. You get you Okay, I went to Italy last year and I had a round trip ticket with the famous, or maybe I should say the infamous Ryanair for thirty euros. Woo! <laughs> <God>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I stayed in a. It was an Airbnb. Uh-huh. And it wasn't expensive at all. I think I stayed there for like four days and it was 70 euros, which I don't think is bad. Because when you divide that price by night, yeah. it's not bad. That's not bad. Wait, 70 for the walk. four nights? For all four yes. nights together? Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was within walking distance of the main train station. So I could cook my food and I got to do a lot of the things people do normally in Rome. So I thought it was a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. Did you go by yourself? In, I went with a friend, but she stayed in another hostel because there wasn't enough space for both of us to book there. Ah, uh, okay. 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 Yeah. But I, th- I don't think I spent 200 euros. Of the whole four days? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I cook most of the time, and a lot of the stuff to do were free. Apart from the Colosseum, mm-hmm. you know, like the Fontana di Trevi in Rome is free. And just walking around is free. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to like, exchange some ideas. Yeah, find out the name of that hostel. Once the COVID situation is, is over. Yeah, once. You have to get um, the ticket at the right time. That is the key. When did you go to Italy? I went, when did I go? I think it was, I think it was April, but where I lived in Spain last year, Semana Santa was different. Yeah. Semana Santa in Madrid is a week before. Yeah. Mm. So oh, when I went to yes, Italy, it was not right. Semana Santa. It, it wasn't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen Friday the week after the 14th yeah. just drop. I was like, so what happened? Like, this yeah. <laughs> is just go for, for two, yeah. two days and then back down. Yes. When I saw the ticket, I I was like, so I messaged my friend. I was like, do you want to go to Italy? <laughs> and she was like, oh, I don't know. And I screenshotted it and I sent her the, the price and she was like, yep, we're going. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like my relationship with my friend Rachel, like last year. She, because we work at the same school and um, we went to Ibiza for a day. Uh, same situation. Mm-hmm. She like busts into my classroom at lunchtime and she was like, Brian, it has these ridiculously cheap flights. Let's go somewhere. And I was like, okay. And we bought the ticket to Ibiza from Madrid Saturday morning. It was two ninety nine. For the flight wow. from Madrid to Ibiza, and then it was like mm-hmm. 17 euros for the flight from Ibiza back to Madrid the next morning. And I was like, Why not? Like, two euros 99 cents, two euros and 99 cents. That's, that's almost like too good to be true, though. I know, but it was real, and we weren't the only people that went on that flight every day. Like 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 a like a like a Jamaican um, coast of us, wrong with people. <laughs> 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 Everybody yeah. trying to go to Ibiza. I feel like 
sometimes I feel like that's Ryanair. Like, it's just the coast of us of the air. Like, <laughs> that's what it felt like, too, to me. Like, every time I went, every time I would fly with Ryanair, because, um, like, I am, um, I don't want to, yeah, I'm the expert budget, budget airline, like, traveler. Like, a lot of people complain about Ryanair, and I don't get it. Like, just take what you need. So, for example, if I go to Ibiza for less than 24 hours, I don't need anything but okay. a backpack on my back. <laughs> like, some people want to be... feel like I have two experiences when... All right. Let me hear them. So, the first one, I went to Berlin for, I think, like a week. I was there for, like, a week. Yeah. I spent, for everything, like, the different the flight back to and from, like, probably less than 40 euros. Yeah. I'm not gonna take any luggage because what I did was I took like a like a little you know travel size what is I wouldn't call that bag you can wear on your shoulder yeah and that went with me everything yeah. I needed I wore my coat like it was fine. However, there was another instance where um I was having some issues. I was in France trying to come back to Madrid right and I paid for all of my luggage. I paid for my bags everything. And customer service with Ryanair is shit. If I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, you are. I agree. You know, like if you have nothing, if you're not going with anything, if you're just going for, you know, the trip, the look a little bit of time. Yeah. Oh, no problem. If you're trying to go to try and like have some possibly interact with the with the with the support for customer service afterwards, you may want to do them. Oh Lord. It's, it's going to be a terrible experience for in my opinion yeah yeah if you just want to go somewhere really quickly and come back yeah. no problem mm-hmm. you actually need an airline might possibly for example you have an incident you're traveling much further than just the next country maybe you're going all the way back home you know that's uh, don't don't take them they're yeah. not they're not so like Chantel said, I think it's great for budget flights, but they do not handle inconveniences very well. And I don't think they treat people very well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I went to France in December, I don't remember what happened, but like all the flights that day were either delayed or cancelled. Yeah. My flight was cancelled. So imagine pack my suitcase, everything, take commission train mm. all the way to airport in Madrid. And I mean, we all know how far the airport is from everything. Yeah. To get there and then hear that. All those stairs to get to the terminal. Oh my God. Flight is canceled. Canceled. They didn't even send you a text message or something. No, I got it when I was at the airport. Oh boy. Oh, we didn't send you before. I keep hearing these stories and I just every time like maybe I had like a flight change or something I would find out before maybe they're scared of me (laughs) 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 but for European law when the flight is cancelled and if it's cancelled in a certain amount of time where you did not receive adequate notice yeah and if it's because of the weather which it was because of the weather you're supposed to get back all of your money Mm-hmm. My ticket ended with 105 euros and I got back 70 euros. Where is the 75 euros to this day? Then I, I don't know. This, this you're not getting that back. Just, just wow. Why? Then I remember, I remember my situation. I paid 
I have a, I, I can't mention this story right now, but basically I'm stuck in France and they were telling me um, I had to go through England to go to Madrid because of some documentation. Flew by the airline and everybody, because I had all of my, what do you call it, regresso. I had everything I needed to actually go back mm-hmm. to school. I was fine. I, I paid for my luggage, I paid for the flights, I paid for everything for this airline, join the line to get on the plane. The girl's like, you can't get on the plane. I said, why not? So we go through that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm stuck, I'm back in the airport stuck again. After the coincidence is over and I'm back in Spain and everything starts to know that I'm actually in my country of residence, I'm communicating with the airlines to figure out, you know, how am I supposed to be compensated? Brand yeah. area to this day refuses to accept any responsibility for their part in the whole thing. I have not gotten back any money mm-hmm. from anyone. Wow. They will run you around in a circle before you get mm-hmm. done. You look, you get 75. Oh, when you email them, they take days to reply. Oh wow, yeah. I I think I think I messaged them once with my claim, and maybe like a month later, I'm getting a response. I'm like, really, guys? Wow. Yeah. I I don't know what to say. Like in my experience, I've only I've done what you guys have recommended. I've only traveled for those frivolous trips. To and through Polygi and back with nothing but um, a, a bag of clothes on my back. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, even if I needed to like have like extra things, like my trick is always to like pack a bag inside of my bag so that, mm-hmm. and then when I land, so when I go to the airport, I have like two bags and then I just mm-hmm. put everything into the bigger bag. And mm-hmm. then when I land, I unpack the two bags, I have my two bags again. Um, mm. yeah, I yeah, I'm the one who who manipulates the Ryanair system. They try to get you. EasyJet got me. Mm-hmm. I paid thirty five euro for the ticket from Naples to Amsterdam, and mm-hmm. then I had to pay an extra sixty euros, and that yeah. that hurts so bad. For for my mm-hmm. bag because they're not they're not like Ryanair because Ryanair actually allows you to have a purse and a bag. But they, they do. Yeah, in my experience with Ryanair, mm-hmm. I've been allowed to have a small bag and like a bag on my back. Oh yeah, I think that's true. With easy. Yeah, okay, I think I've heard that. One before. bag. No, no tea. One bag. But not even like a crossbody handbag type situation. No Crossbody handbag. That's just your one bag. That's your one bag. Exactly. <laughs> in your bag, in your big bag on your back, or your basics they use for the big bag. And I was just like, well, my other bag was packed so big that nothing else was mm-hmm. that nothing else could fit yeah. in there. And I was just like, well, we not not going to Amsterdam. So. <laughs> That's crazy though. That's ridiculous. I it think. is ridiculous. And I was like, you know what? The flight was thirty-five euro. It's still cheap in, in, in my, you know, it's like, okay, well, yeah. 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 Like, it's still cheap, so let me go. But what's that expression if you buy if you buy cheap, you buy twice or something like that? Something oh, like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> I've never flown a like I've I've used them to their next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm scared from that. Like Ryan Aries, Ryan Aries. This is hard to say, but I feel like Ryan Aries is better. 
politely. But that's wow. Ziploc bags. Okay. And it can be Ziploc bags. It has to be the ones that come from Ziploc. Okay, that mm. comes in. All right. The, the, the extra large ones. And then, because I've gotten stuff shipped to me that are, you know, obviously with a lot more just um, using those bags. So what I'll do, I'll put my clothes in there. I'll put, chain, I'll put everything in a Ziploc bag. I'll put your stem holes. And you roll out the air. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously. Mm. Right, right. That becomes, that becomes um, clothing. Toilet treat, it can be whatever. It goes into you, whether you're going to have any show or whatever you're taking with you. Yeah. And it's, there's so much space when you use that way. I always say, I think people pack more shoes than they actually need. Yo, yes. <laughs> Guilty. I feel like if you think you need three pairs of shoes, you actually need two. Yeah. <laughs> and shoes take up space. So much space. That's the other part. That's true. Especially when you're going to Yeah, so pack less shoes. And if you're going to stay somewhere for an extended period of time, I would recommend exploring your laundry options. Mm. Okay. Because if you're going to stay somewhere yes. for a week and you can do laundry, you don't need to take a week for her clothes. True. True. Well, I like the Ziploc bag um, trick. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Of> Ziploc. <laughs> it has to be from Ziploc because I've used <laughs> alternative ones and they tear. They tear very mm. easy. The pressure when you're when you're pushing things into the plastic, you know, obviously yeah. the plastic is expand. Yeah. Flat brand does a better job at taking that pressure than some of these other um brands out here. So that's it just you works guys better. fold or pack clothes? Do you fold them or roll them? Sorry. Roll. I'm a career person. I just I know how to with packing up bags. Good, we got this. Really? I don't know about there's only one way of packing a suitcase. Everything must be rolled, tucked, and folded. <laughs> okay, well, good. I've been doing it right all my life. <laughs> yes. Every, like, all the shoes must have at least two pieces of clothing, each of them, at least. They can yeah. mm-hmm. Every you piece know. of clothes. And you know what I like to do, too? I like to roll my outfits together. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that way I don't really have to put my bag and have to repack. And especially when you stay in a hostel, that'd be annoying. Mm-hmm. So I like to I like to be like, okay, I just plan why I go down where. And then I would like rule everything together, like earrings mm-hmm. and things. Yeah. Air down to the panty and all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want, yeah, yeah, like that. Like, rule everything together, so I know. All right, this for Monday, this for Tuesday, this to go home and etc. etc. Then, like, don't you also cross coordinate between your outfits? So, for example, like when I went to Japan, yeah, you're doing a lot of layers. I'm not gonna wear maybe. I'm not gonna bring like three pairs of jeans because maybe one jeans or two pairs is fine because I'm wearing so many other things underneath my clothes. Yeah. So do you feel like it's easier to cross coordinate? Yeah, it for me it definitely depends on when you travel too. So like um when I did like the winter trips, because I know you only ever gonna see the jacket. It don't really mm-hmm. matter what you have on underneath. I would pack like lighter things. And like layer them so that everything mm-hmm. and everything is just like bundled up under the jacket. And like yeah, like you mentioned, like I would only need one pair of jeans. Um I love to travel during summer because it's so hot here, you can't wear jeans and jeans take up so much space. And then I don't want no sneakers on my foot. 
because it's too hot for that. Like, I don't know about y'all, but like, I only have flip flops, and like, those things don't take up a lot of space. So, it really depends on when you are traveling and what the weather is like for you to be able to to reduce and minimize space in your in your luggage. For me, that's okay. True. What about um, like places that you travel to where the transportation was cheap? and and it was easy because like that's one of the things that i always struggle with when i go to a new place i'm like i always get scared uh-huh. about getting around uh-huh. i'm not a fan of ubers i don't take taxis so maybe that's why i don't like ubers no, yeah no especially after my experience like living in colombia a taxi driver you so real rip you off once once they realize that you don't yeah, yeah. coming for your pockets uh, <laughs> But yeah, what was like one place that you went to that it was like super easy to get around and um Um I feel like living in Europe does they do really well mm-hmm. with transportation system here, like how synced up everything is. Yeah. If you're going to other cities. So for example, I'm thinking in Paris is the same way. When I was in Berlin, you can prepay for your transport card for the length of time that you're gonna be there. It gets you on the bus, on the train, whatever acceptable transportation is allowed with that card you pretty much get where you want to go with a set price before you even land in, in, the, in the city which is extremely convenient extremely convenient because it just makes everything quick and easy yeah. and easy to i also feel like european cities are designed for pedestrians like it's just so easy to walk around everywhere everywhere because mm. i remember the first time I came to Madrid, I thought the city was so big. And after a few days, it's like, actually, no. Like, it's so easy yeah, to get to the center on foot. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, it took me like a year and a half to realize that I could walk around the center of Madrid. Like, honestly. Like, and I have this story that I tell everybody. When she was oh, yeah. podcast day on. And we were like in Seoul trying to get to Templo de Debord, which is, if mm-hmm. anybody knows Madrid, 15 minutes max walking. We was on the metro. We asked people. We asked people <laughs> how to get to this place. Police officers. It had a point in time. We were in a grayate, and I think that's where we asked the police officers. And if you know what temporary they bought it, it, it's just like two or three feet from our yeah. room. And they tell us we need to take the train and go X Y Z place. So so obviously we listened to the police guy. They were bored that day. Hey, girl. <laughs> Only for me to realize after Kate, long after Casey leave and um. Maybe a few months later, I was like, I just bust a corner one day, and lo and behold, Temple they bought right on top of the hill. I was like, you have to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, God. You have to. I wonder if it was just easier easier for him to give transport directions than for him to give walking directions. Because I know I suck at giving walking directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, any other tips you guys want to add for our listeners? One major tip that really helped when I was traveling to Asia is two things. Um, travel insurance. Okay. But I, I mean, this is not new. But there's a website called Real Romance. They have a comprehensive travel insurance package that you can pay for wherever you're going. Okay. It's, it's, it's pretty much amazing because it gives you a rate for wherever you are in the world and it breaks down the cost of what you're paying for everything. And it's geared towards, obviously, a younger audience. So it includes certain things that maybe a more traditional travel insurance company would not necessarily offer you. The second thing, Airbnb experiences. Yes. 
if you go anywhere and you don't know anything about nowhere, mm-hmm. go on. There's somebody bound to offer you. I've done, there's one I did where like this family in, in um, I forgot what the place was, but this family, the, 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 they cook a whole like 10 course meal in their house. It was yeah. amazing. It was well made. They were so friendly. I don't think I would have gotten that just looking around on my own. Yeah. Mm. I would also recommend free walking tours. I've mm. done a lot of them in Spain. Uh, and I always meet people when doing them. Yes, that's true. I remember I went to the south of Madrid by myself. And my second day there, I did a free walking tour. And I met this girl and we just ended up spending the whole day together. Yeah. I think it's a great way to travel by yourself and still have time to yourself, but still getting company. You know, if you need somebody to have lunch with mm-hmm. or to have dinner with. Yeah. And they're not expensive because you pick whatever you want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that that's my that's my go to. Like on my first day of any trip, I always do the free walking tour. Just to like orient myself, I ask questions to make sure, like you know, what what do I need to see? What do I need to eat? What do I need to drink? And then once I like am grounded with that information, then you 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 get to have the time of your life. And like Katie said, you take whatever you want. Sometimes I be broke, broke, like broke, broke, broke. And all that. <laughs> can I can I be honest? I've never seen you. You've never tipped them? I've, they're I can't tell them. no. Oh, I'm no. so serious. I've never tipped them. I taught them out. Mm-hmm. Them answer all of my questions. I play I like I don't make some rubbish like that. But then people have a whole new experience I couldn't get. And I walk away and they're fine. Like, they don't even think about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a thing what you can system. Like, you know? So yeah. yeah, I give them, I give them, I give them an experience that you cannot forget or repeat. <laughs> Questions they never would have thought about. Shut up. Hold on, you ready? Oh All right, guys. So thank you guys for joining me for episode five of Back and All Abroad, and thank you to everybody for listening Ooh. to this episode. If you liked it, please come back next week for more. And follow us on Instagram at the Caribbean Millennial. Read our blog, the Caribbean Millennial dot blog, and we'll see you guys again mm-hmm. really soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.